All right. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Sunday, June 26th edition of the MAOB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. I'm joined by my co-host here on Sunday mornings now, Mr. Big Marcel. Marcel, what's going on? Uh, do you know who I am, Marcel? Because apparently Michael Bisman doesn't have any idea who I am. <laughs> yeah, I had to look up earlier today who you were. And uh, I think you're Adam Martin, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh... Hey, dude. At least you got you got some airtime, and your name got on the. <laughs> so hey, man! Like, I'll take any publicity I can get. I thought it was, I, I thought it was hilarious. I have a bunch of my friends texting me like, "Dude, they just said your name on the on the uh, the broadcast." Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, I mean, like, he didn't know who I was, but I'll still take it." Um, I've met this thing in person. I mean, I'm not surprised you didn't remember who I am. I mean, like, you're a journalist during the sports, so it doesn't surprise me at all. But I thought it was funny. I laughed at it myself. For me, it made my night. Um, I think it was hilarious. I think I had a good response to it, too. So I, I think it was funny. Anyways, Marcel, it was definitely uh, the highlight of my night, although the fights were very good as well. So mm-hmm. welcome, everyone. We're going to be recapping UFC Vegas 57 here. It took place last night. We'll also talk about Bellator and PFL as well a little bit at the end of the show. But, of course, we're going to start with uh, the UFC Vegas 57 card. We've got some comments here. Glenn's here, as always, one of our favorites. What's up, man? Hey, Steve, what's up, man? You're another one of our favorites. And, and Wani, what's going on, buddy? <laughs> Marcel forgot to set his alarm. He's currently dreaming about beating up Sal Amato. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about the scorecards last night. There were some – although, actually, he had a, one of the good scorecards. Yeah. We'll talk about that as well, which is – actually, Marcel, he's actually – since I started – well, not just me, but a lot of people started, like, calling him out on Twitter. I think his scorecards have gotten better somehow the last month or so. Yeah. What's up, Joe? How's it going, man? Yeah, guys, so I'm looking forward to talking about this card with you. We'll be going through uh, UFC Vegas 57, as always. Go through all the fights on the card. Um, give our thoughts on what happened. Um, you know, it, it was a pretty good card, Marcel. I mean, some definitely some good finishes. The main event was a phenomenal fight. And uh, I think we should start there, Marcel. Let's start with the main event of UFC Vegas 57. Mateusz Gamrot pulls off the upset, Marcel. Defeats Armin Saryukian 48-47 unanimously on the scorecards. That's what really surprised me. I'm going to be honest. I'm surprised that at least one judge didn't give it to Armin. Um, it was obviously a very close fight. The first two rounds, obviously, Armin won. The last three were pretty close, but they all gave it to Gamrot. Um, here's how I scored it, Marcel. First two rounds to Armin. Third round to Gamrot. Fourth round to Armin. Fifth round to Gamrot. So I had three to two for Armin. Um, it looks like the fourth round was the swing round. And, I mean, it was definitely a close round. You know, Gamrot got two takedowns, but I thought damage over control, Marcel. Where are the judging apologists now, Marcel, when they fuck it up like this? Where are they now? They're not out here saying anything bad about these guys. Armin landed a knockdown with the spinning back fist. It's in the stacks. He also outstruck Matej Gamrot. So Gamrot had two takedowns. He did no submission attempts or anything with them in that round um, and won the round. Again, it was a competitive round, but I think when you knock a guy down, Marcel, that should win you the round in a, in a pretty close round. So, again, every week, guys, we're getting mixed messages about the fucking judging criteria. One week, we have it, Marcel, where the control is the thing. The next week, it's the damage. And it goes back and forth, back and forth. Listen, it was an incredible fight. I hate the fact that judging is even being talked about because, honestly, this was such a high-level fight. This is like elite mixed martial arts. But I just think they scored it wrong. I think it should have been 3-2 for, for Toryukin. I don't think it's a robbery by any means. I'm not saying that because I think it was a very competitive fight. But... I think they scored it wrong, Marcel. I think it was 3-2 for uh, Armin because of that knockdown in the fourth round. I do think that that should have been the deciding factor. And I just want to get your thoughts on that. I'll get some comments. But go ahead. So for me, it was like uh, two clear rounds for Armin. That was the first and the second round, in my opinion. I had one clear round for Gamrot. I think I pay, I have, that was the third, or the, I think the, third, the third round. The fourth round was kind of 50-50 to me. But... Um, Damage should out point takedowns or control or whatever, you know. So I added to Armin as well. Fifth round, I slightly uh, went with Gamrot. So I added 48 47 with for, Ar- for Armin, like you added. Um, yeah, you know, I already said before the card, man, will be probably some fuckery because this is going to be a close fight. We have Chris Lee. And the judging, uh, we have uh, Saldi Amado and the judging, so there will be some fuckery, you know. Um, the thing is, is it a robbery? No, it was a close fight, so I don't see it as a robbery. But did the right guy win? Probably not. I think Sarukian should have got the win here. Um, great fight, uh, very fun to watch. Sarukian was gassing a little bit uh, later in the rounds, and uh, Gamrot had the better cardio. 
that's probably why he won as well you know uh, at least but the thing is you know the judges they still don't have a fucking screen dude you still see them like this and like this in the thing and they don't have people say they, well, have, they a have a screen they, screen. they have a screen in vegas well, they do. i i i saw uh, the judge from the behind and he didn't have a screen at him so he does it's supposed to happen in vegas no more so it's like on the ground or so it's like lower down it shouldn't i don't think it's right in front of them. i think it's like down I'm that's almost too, positive they have a screen in Vegas. Then I don't understand why they are like this the whole know, time. I because on the screen, you get the best view there is. You know what I mean? So I completely agree. I completely agree. Listen, it was a close fight. I just, like like you, I think they scored it wrong, you know? Um, but it's not one where, like, I'm, I'm pulling at the pitchfork saying, like, you know, these are these guys suck at their job. But I'm just saying, Marcel, it's just confusing every week. It's like one week is damage, one week is control. It goes back and forth. And everyone's always like, damage is the number one criteria. But it's like, no, because in this fight, one guy literally did more damage. He knocked the guy down. That dropping someone to almost like almost win you the round all every time when the other guy doesn't do much. Like I know he had two takedowns, Marcel, but he didn't do much of the grappling. Listen, I don't want to shit on Gamrot here because I think he had a of great course. performance. Yeah. You know, I think both guys did. Like I thought it was such a good fight, but ultimately, and I do the, think the wrong guy won. What do you say? Where are the three? These two or three Twitter judges? The the authority of Twitter judging? I haven't heard them. You know what I mean? <laughs> where are they? I haven't heard them. Yeah, where are they? Yeah. So um they've been wrong lately a lot too. I mean, listen, like there's been a lot of weird score, like even on this card, and then the card even like uh last week too. I mean, there's been some you know interesting scorecards lately, Marcel. You know what I mean? So I just feel like when people are like saying the judging criteria is so like easy, like it's so clear, you're just so wrong when you say that. Like it's not clear at all, actually. Um, it seems to be confusing for a lot of people, including the guys that are getting paid to do the judging. Um the thing is, Marcel, I just think it's weird when, like, most people can agree on a winner on, like, social media, but the judges have it the other way, you know? Like, what are we missing here? Like, is it because of the angle they're setting up behind the cage? Is that why? Is it because they can see, like, and hear the damage better than us? I guess. But, again, like, the guy dropped the dude, and then he didn't win the round. I don't really get it. Like, and, again, Marcel, like, I'm just surprised it was unanimous. Like, I, I thought at least one of the judges would be like, okay, I'm going to give that round to Army because of the knockdown. And, again, I know it was kind of hard to see, I guess, for some people, because even the commentators seemed a little confused. But, like, for me, it was clear it was a knockdown, Marcel. I'm like, holy shit, you're spinning back fist. The guy knocked him down, you know? So, but even without that, Marcel, I just think, like, empty takedowns, I don't know if that, again, should win you the round over a guy who's outstriking you, you know? I mean, Marcel, like, I don't know. It was it was a close fight. I just think, I just think they got it wrong. Let me get some comments, guys. John, what's up, man? It's a fun main event. How Erwin wins close. Uh, it wasn't hard to see why the judges gave the final three to Gamrot. Dude, I love the fact he called out Gaethje. He's like, I want the most brutal guy in the division. How the fuck? That's amazing. Marcel, for him to say that, I want the most brutal guy. He wants to fight the, the, the biggest savage at, at 155. I want to see that fight, Marcel. And I think Gamrot could win the fight, Marcel, to be honest with you. You know, with his grappling. His grappling, Marcel. I'll give it, I'll tell you this right now. Who made, who, out, who thought he was going to outgrapple Armin? You know, Armin had to win the fight in the feet, and I think he did, but I'm just saying, like, the grappling, Marcel, clearly Gamera won the grappling. The scrambles, Marcel, were insane. Uh, the get-ups, everything. His grappling, Marcel, right now, obviously, New Bronx is number one, Marcel. Yeah. Could Gamera be number two in the division as far as grappling goes? Is it possible after that performance? Or, sorry, Islam would be number two, and then three, I guess, would be Gamera, right? Because, like, it looked pretty good last night, man. Yeah, he could be number three. If Islam number two, maybe he's number one. You know, we will see in the future. Yeah, true. We have to see but, that. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. find that out. But uh, yeah, why not? You know, uh, the thing is, I was uh, making clips for Discovery Plus, and I was hearing saying him, I want to fight Dustin. So I was like, he wants to fight Poirier. And then he said, he, I he wants to fight Gaethje. So then I watched it back, and he said, Dustin Gaethje. So that was funny to me. Um, yeah, I like this. I like this, that fight, man, a lot. I think. Uh, Gamrot, um, Gamrot's a good fighter, dude. We all knew that, you right. know. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, but same goes for Armon. The, both these guys is, should be in the top 10 in the UFC, in my opinion, you know. and uh, Easily. They, it's a joke that Connor and, and even Ferguson are in the top 10. Yeah. Come on. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's like, yeah. These guys, Gamrot beats Connor easily, Marcel. Don't you think? For sure. And, and I think Armin does too. I will say this, you know, Armin didn't look as good in this fight compared to some other fights. I think moving camps might have hurt him a little bit. One guy had to leave the camp, Marcel. They couldn't have both guys at ATT, you know, training to fight each other, obviously. Actually, 
Um, so my, my colleague Dennis, he interviewed Gamrot uh, before the fight, and he asked him the same thing about the American top team thing. Yeah. And he was like, you actually never met. You know, he was like, uh, really? he, no, he's like, uh, we, we um, when he was still training here, uh, we were like uh, separated. Uh, when he came in, I got out. And when I got in, he, he, he got out, you know. So and there was no animosity between the two. He's like after the fight, we can train together. We can we yeah, can yeah. take a drink or whatever, you know. And uh, we just uh, were separated, you know. And uh, there yeah. was never any animosity or whatever. He well, one guy had to leave the camp. There's no doubt. You can't have two guys in the same camp training to fight each other. I mean, we just we know that's yeah, not gonna happen. Yeah, Armand went to the PI and to uh, to syndicate. syndicate right? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's like the worst camp ever. Although I, I know that some people think that. The training there's not as good. I mean, listen, like their record, it's not great lately. Syndicate and Maymar, so it's not that great lately. But they do have some good fighters there, obviously. Um, Steve, great fight. It was an amazing fight, man. I think these guys both beat a lot of the guys at 155, Marcel. I don't think that's even a question, to be honest with you. Yeah. Glenn said he, he didn't know there was a knockdown to the replay. I mean, I saw it, Glenn. I saw You saw the knockdown, Marcel, in real time? I did. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I'm like, how else did he fall down? <laughs> he got knocked down but with a spinning back face. The difference, bro. I, right. you, you guys have the English commentary. I was watching with the Dutch commentary, and they caught it. So, you know. Right, uh, right, right. Well, uh, yeah. Who's the Dutch commentator? Who is it? Uh, Sander, Sander Schick and Marlus Koenen. Oh, Marlus Koenen is. For the UFC? Yeah. Oh, really? That's awesome. Okay, cool. I mean, she knows the sport well. Both fighters should uh, fight so are ranked above them. I mean, I hope so. Armin shouldn't really go down too much in the rankings. I mean, it was was not a bad performance. It was an amazing performance. They both won fight of the night, by the way. They both deserved yeah. They gave up five bonuses, by the way. We'll talk about that after the, the other bonuses. Um, Gorilla Gambles, what's up, um, what's up, Marcel? What's going on, man? How's, how's it going? I did, uh, Wani, I did talk about this at the beginning. Yeah, who is Adam Martin? I don't know who I am anymore. Uh, I thought it was hilarious. I mean, it's good publicity, right? Like, you know, got my name out there a little bit. It's cool. I thought it was funny, Marcel. Like, I don't take my life too seriously anymore, Marcel. You know what I mean? Like, you can't. You, you got you got to laugh at these kind of things. This is, to me, it's hilarious. It could have been worse. I could have had a really fucking terrible scorecard, like 2-0 Vieira or something. And then they would have said, you're an idiot. Like, remember that guy, Rob Tatum? He's another journalist. Yeah, Premier, Premier called him out or whatever. That wasn't yeah. even a It was a good scorecard, too, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Remember that, though, Marcel? So, yeah. it can't be worse. <laughs> it can't be worse. I thought it was funny. What's up, Jack Attack? What's going on, man? I thought Armin won, too. You know, I saw some people with, like, 3-1. to one, Or, sorry, yeah, 4-1, to 5-0 Armin. There's, like, 5-0 Armin scorecards up there. That's fucking crazy. There's I no way. Know. I can't see 4-1, but I can't see 5-0. That's I think crazy. That How could you just not give him any rounds? Obviously, yeah. he won at least one and probably two and maybe three, right? So, mm -hmm. Antoine, good morning, guys. What's going on, man? What's next for Armin and Gambrot? Well, I mean, he called out Gaethje. Give him the fight, man. Give him that fight. He wants to fight him. Give him that fight. Well, I mean, Armin, can they make the G Gregor Gillespie fight now, please? And I think he'll beat the shit out of him because he's going to be so angry. You know what I mean? <laughs> can, can we just not act that both guys won and give them a, 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 just a step higher in competition? They deserve it. Both yeah. yeah. I mean, the Gillespie fight, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm just joking about that. I think he's going to be pissed off. He's going to have a chip in his shoulder, but, like, that's a competitive fight, obviously. Gregor hasn't fought in a year. Like, he's got to fight someone, Marcel. Otherwise, just retire. Like, what's the point of just saying you're going to fight if you never do? I think that's yeah. a good fight. Didn't they want to make that fight? That was the plan, right? Yeah. Do it now. He lost. He's beatable. That's what I'm saying, Marcel. Like, why didn't Gregor take the fight? This is a guy that you could beat. You know? Gamrot beat him. Now Gamrot's got all the hype. Even though, again, it was a competitive fight. He won the fight, Marcel. You know, that's huge for this guy. When you beat someone like Armin, who's highly touted as him, Marcel, you could call out a top five opponent. And that's mm -hmm. what he did. Top three opponent, I think, actually. And I think he deserves it, Marcel, because it was such a great high-level fight, and he got the win. So yeah. it's kind of like Emmett last week. He can call out the title shot now because he beat a guy that in cater that a lot of people probably didn't want to fight him either because he's really good. I got a good laugh out of the Bisping shout out for Adam. I thought it was funny too, man. Trust me, it was hilarious. I'm like, and he was, and he was there too, but she was sleeping right because the baby was keeping her up, and she's like, "I'm like, babe, babe, they just gave me a shout out on TV, but they said they had no idea who I was." She's like, I want to sleep. <laughs> that was hilarious. She didn't care. <laughs> it was so funny, Marcel. Wasn't there two AD coaches on opposing corners? Mike Brown, Jiu-Jitsu coach. I'm not sure. I mean, was there? Maybe. It could have been. I, I I don't know for sure. I think so, actually. Maybe, because I know they mentioned that during the fight, something like that. Um, not just Greg Gaethje. I think it's one of the easiest matches for Gamer. You can take him down and potentially grind him out or something, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Justin probably doesn't want any wrestler. I feel like he'll get Darius 
Maybe. I mean, I, I don't know. Is Dana still going to do that? Is Darius right that he says he wants to do I, it? I wouldn't no. think they will do that, to be not honest. Not going to do it now? No. Yeah, Mark Gillespie will be fun. I think it's a good fight, man. I mean, we're going to do, hey, Antoine, we're going to do the breakdown right after this. We're going to do 276, so at uh, 1020. Gamrot subs Gaethje in rounds warranty, maybe. Where's Kroos? I mean, this isn't James Kroos' um, podcast. He did one with James and, and Nick, and he's not doing it anymore. Um, but I hope you like our podcast. <laughs> um, all right, let's go to the next fight, Marcel. I think that's enough on that one. Yeah. Shafkat Rockman, I called it, Marcel, by submission. I did call this one. This was one of the better, better predictions I had in the card. I had this one to a T. Marcel, honestly, the first round was like a 10-8, I think. And I think the second round was going to be 10 8 too. Uh, just completely dominant. I mean, it, it was ridiculous to dominate. He had not in, in almost ten, Marcel, they fought for almost two rounds for yeah. um, um, nine minutes and 58 seconds. He had nine minutes and, and six, sorry, yeah, nine minutes and six seconds of control, <laughs> Marcel, out of the nine minutes and, and, and 58 seconds. That's insane. So he basically controlled the whole fight and again, landed a lot of strikes on the ground and submitted Neil Magny. Like, I, I didn't need to see this to know this guy was legit, Marcel. I already knew he was good. But the fact he finished Neil Magny, like, in that impressively, I mean, this shoots him way up to rankings. I'm going to be honest with you, Marcel. I mean, there's some good prospects. Like, Hamzat's good. Sean Brady's good. I think that Shavkat could beat Sean Brady right now. i got to be honest with you. He seems, like, maybe even more well-rounded. He called out uh, Stephen Thompson. I don't think Thompson takes the fight, guys. I think he, Thompson's going to say no to this fight. He's kind of, like, in that same position Gregor's in where, like, why would he take a guy who's super dangerous right behind him, right? But at the same time, they might just pull him from the rankings at some point because he's not really fighting anyone, Marcel, Stephen Thompson. What do you think? Do you think they give him that fight? Because I, I, I think he'll say no to it. I mean, they can give him the fight, but if, if Thompson doesn't want to take it, it's not going to happen. So I don't know what they're going to do with him. Um, yeah, what you say, great performance, man. I mean, Magny couldn't do anything, you know. Um, Shafkat looked great. Again, 16 fights, 16 finishes. Fourth finish in the UFC in his fourth fight, so... What can you say? You got the performance of the night bonus again. Um, yeah, a great win, you know, against a super tough guy. You know, if you beat Neil Magny, you can get far in the division, you know, if you you can be in the top. So um, you, you will be top 10 now, Rachmanov, uh, on uh, on Monday night, Tuesday morning. Um, yeah, the, the division is open for him, but the thing is, now you got to find somebody who wants to fight this guy, you know. And uh, I think that's the most difficult thing. And also, take in mind, he's training at Sanford. Vicente Luca is training at Sanford. Gilbert yes. Burns is training at yes. Sanford. So it's also the limited guys he can fight above him, you know. Uh, Usman is, uh, is uh, up and sometimes training at Sanford still as well. So, yep. you know, um, I think he I think he asked for, for he asked for Thompson, right? Why not give him, I, I was thinking give him Masvidal, but Masvidal probably also doesn't take that fight. So... <laughs> It's difficult. You know, it's very difficult, I think. Burns trades with them. So is Luke. They're not going to fight each other, guys. That's mm-hmm. the problem. Maybe Shavkat would, would leave uh, Sanford, but I don't see why he would. I mean, we we know it's a great gym, Marcel. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. Um, you know why, what? Why, why leave the gym? Unless they're like, this is the fight you have to take. What are you going to say? Put him against Bilal. You know, I would like to see that, and I think he definitely smashes Bilal, guys. i got to be honest with you. I, I don't – I'm not trying to be mean to Bilal because I think he's – you know, it seems like a decent guy. He's funny. He's got a nice win streak going, Marcel. But I don't, I don't really buy him as a serious contender, Marcel. I got to be honest with you. Like, if he if he can't get his wrestling going, Marcel, can he win fights? I don't know. I mean, I, I was surprised to beat Luke, even Thompson, but I feel like this is an even harder fight for him against Shavkat. Like, Shavkat's the real deal, guys. He's really good. Like, he's really good. Sports gamer. It's been tough making money betting UFC recently, dude. There's been a lot of upsets um, and fights that even we thought were going a particular way. The guy wins by another method, right? Also, PFL and Bellator have been really tough lately, too. Like, a lot of people lost a shitload of money Friday night, Marcel. We're going to talk about those upsets later on. But this car was tough, man. I went 6-6. Six and six. It's not that good. You know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not thrilled with it. I don't know. I think you probably went the same as me, Marcel. I'm not thrilled with the uh, with some of the picks I made. Um, I do feel like, you know, maybe one of the, or two of them could have went the other way with the decisions. We'll talk about the other one later on. But that's the game. You have to not only predict the fights correctly. You kind of got to look at the odds and kind of see, like, Maybe it's worth taking another guy, you know, Marcel, because of the odds. You know, in some of these fights, like, again, Armin deserved to be favored, but three to one, you know, maybe it was too high. I and mean, clear it was, you know, should have been closer mm-hmm. than that. So, all right, let's go to the next fight, Marcel. Um, I mean, Josh Parisian wins a bonus. Oh, yeah, by the way, Shaft got a bonus. Josh Parisian also got a bonus with a knockout win over Alan Badeau in the second round, ground and pound, Marcel. Badeau was just exhausted. Um, 
Badeau dropped him in the first round, and I don't know how Parisian survived that, man, but he really did come back here, Marcel, and he showed a ton of heart and gets a win here. I think he saved his job, Marcel. He went 2-2 two and two now in the OC. I believe this will be enough to get another contract. I mean, they gave him a bonus, so obviously. But Doe's getting cut, Marcel. He's 0-4 now in the UFC, or 0-3-1, no contest, whatever you want to call it, um, with three knockout losses. I I thought the fight was going how I thought it would in the first round. He drops him, Marcel. He's, he's going to finish him. And then, Marcel, I think he fucked up. He made the classic mistake of going for grappling instead of pounding the guy's head in. Why not? Why didn't he go for grounded pound? He's, he started grappling him, Marcel. He's grappling a better grappler. Bordeaux is not a grappler, guys. Like, he should have let him back up, Marcel. He should have let him back up and then hit, hit, hit him in the head again. Good for Parisian. You know, I, I did say last night, I'm like, he's going to win a bonus. People were like, what are you talking about? He's not going to get a bonus. This fight was boring, like, or it was a, a slop fest. Guys, he got the he got the job done. He got the bonus, you know? Um, the UFC likes to reward comebacks, Marcel. We know this, Marcel. It reminds me of that fight. Remember Adalcha, Lugia Mambula, and Cody Brundage earlier this year? He was getting smashed, and then he has a guillotine out of nowhere or whatever, right? And gets the, the bonus over people that probably deserved it more, like on this card. Cleaner performances, but the UFC loves a comeback. They also love heavyweight fights. They, that's why they put it on the main card. Um, I'm not surprised with all the other bonus. Any thoughts on this one? This fight should never be on a UFC card, dude. Let's be honest. Um, I mean, the stinker of the main card, in my opinion. Uh, they, they can still... Listen, Bodo went guns blazing first round. Could have got him out. Didn't get him out. Then he was tired. Now, Parisium had him against the cage, and he was looking to the referee. Why don't you stop it? Because it was landing anything, dude. That's why he didn't stop it. Uh, the second round... Bodo was completely out of cardio, you know, and uh, Parisian did well, came back, got a win. Um, you should probably put him in on the next co-main event against Charges Dano or something, I don't know. But uh, listen, dude, don't get me wrong. I'm happy for Parisian. He got the 50K bonus, you know, but I think that we're guys on the prelims who deserve it more, you know. But uh, hey, whatever, he got it. Good for him. He probably gets another fight in the UFC. Um, but stop putting these low-level heavyweight fights on the main card, please. You know, we get another one on July 9th with Vendera and Chase Sherman on the main card. I mean, why? You know, Wait, That's why? on the main card? That's on the main card, yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm asking. Why? Why? That, that's really weird. Um, I still think I announced that straight. It's a loser leaves town fight as well, but the main card's ridiculous. Uh, the Stan Hanfrich by Bill was really cool. Too bad he can't grapple. He can't grapple at all. He's getting cut for sure. 100% he's getting cut. Right, Marcel? There's no way. Like, I know they're fighting in no. Paris, but I think they almost wanted to like, be like, are you good enough to fight in that card? He's not, no. Marcel. He's not that good. Sorry, guys. He's not. I thought he was a little better than this. I gotta be honest with you, Marcel. Josh Breed is not that good, guys, either. And he, and he got dropped, and he shouldn't have really won this fight. He did. Um, <laughs> but no must literally serve as God's heavy back in training. <laughs> That's so mean, but I mean... I'd imagine, you know, Gon really does take it to him. Sweet Times just talked about he lost on uh, Friday with chasing some losses. It happened. Dude, you're not the only one. Trust me. I saw a lot of people going, all right, I lost the PFL. I'm going to throw it all and be saucy now because pretty much all of it's expected him to win. And then they lost, doubled down, and he lost. It sucks, man. It's, it's tough. Don't do that, though. I mean, like, I've made that mistake before myself. All right, let's go to the, uh, <laughs> Josh Chase Sherman versus Parisian. <laughs> I guess you could. Parisian Porker, uh, Porter, too. <laughs> Porker. I always say that, too, with that guy. All right, next, next fight, Marcel. Tiago Moises, Christos Gagos. I, I had a good call on this one, Marcel. I said Moises by submission. That was in my bookies.com article. I hit that prop there. So, like, it wasn't a great night for me, honestly, because I missed the main event and, you know, that was a swing. But I got this one right, Marcel. I did get this one with the submission. I just don't think Christos Gagos is that good, Marcel. I, and I talked about this. Like, I, I don't think he's that great. Like, I don't think he's going to get cut. I mean, he's lost two straight, but I think he'll get another one because he's lost to two, like, basically top 20 guys. Um, but I just think Moises, you know, people were just kind of like forgetting how good he really is, Marcel, when he's at his best. And like I said, Marcel, he needs to get a win here because he would have been cut if he lost too, right? I think with three straight, he should have been like minus 400 in this fight because Juan's saying he's undervalued. I agree. He should have been like minus 400. This was a really good fight for him, a good matchup for him against a guy who's been submitted a bunch of times. Five submission losses now for Gagos, Marcel. And this was a one-armed rear naked choke. The last time I saw that happen was, I think it was, um, Randy Brown and Cowboy Oliveira. That's the last time I saw that one. Uh, last year, Marcel, remember you get the one arm? You don't see that often. You usually have to get both arms to do it. So, I mean, it's a good performance by Moises, but I just think Yago's submission defense is very suspect. Any thoughts on this fight, Marcel? Yeah, man. I mean, uh, we, we talked about it uh, last week, and I was like, 
Listen, Jacobs ain't bad. You know, I don't say he's bad, but Moise is absolutely a guy who is in between the top 15, top 20 there. You know, he wasn't top 15 before, before his loss to uh, to Harmon, I think. Um, so, or before his loss to Joel, probably. Um, what I'm talking about, man. I mean, uh, he, he lost to Joel and to, to Makachev, man, not Armin. I'm, 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 Two good fighters. I'm, yeah. So... One guy's a welterweight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, But he's good, man. I, I think Moises is a good fighter. He's a guy who's like around 15, top 15, top 20. And Giagos is okay, but he is like much further down. You know, he's like top 30 or something, I think, you know. And um, you saw... Uh, Giagos started okay with punches, but Moises definitely did, uh, got for a takedown. Uh, took his back. I pretty much submitted him. Uh, good win for Moises. Very much necessary win for him as well. Yep. Got a bonus. I think yep. he deserved bonus. Real good win for Moises, man. I was uh, I was happy for it. And yeah. they gave out five bonuses on this card. So last week they gave out um, nine, I think, or 11. Yeah. 11, 11, 11 yeah. last week. And the week before that was seven, if I'm not mistaken. And then they gave out five. You know, guys, it seems like there's a small trend, at least, of the UFC giving out some more bonus money. This is phenomenal. This is great for the fighters. But why not the guys in the undercard? That's why I feel bad, because it's not their fault they got placed in the undercard. You know, Marcel? If you got in the main card, you got a bonus here. But if the three guys in the prelims that got finishes didn't get one. So I'd prefer if it was just everyone gets a finish, Marcel, you know? Maybe that's going to be too expensive for them to do 50000 every finish. I mean, I'm not saying they can't afford They can. I'm just saying, like, that would be a big jump from giving out, you know, two hundred thousand to like potentially Marcel. If there's like ten finishes a card, you know, that's a lot of money. Um, not really. I mean, when you think about how much they're making, I'm just saying like from it's a big jump for what they're giving right now. But it's definitely a good trend in the right direction. I'll say that right now. <clears throat> Sports gambler, always tell you guys appreciate your work, especially you guys have the same opinion. No, I appreciate that, man. I mean, like we're not going to get them all right, but you know, we both have pretty good opinions on this. What do you say? No, Adam, I was thinking, you know, if you don't want to give fifty k uh, to every uh, guy who you know who wins or, or finishes, why you don't do like if the, if these guys at the prelims, for example, make a sixteen plus sixteen? I say something, and you get sixteen uh, show money, sixteen bonus. And if you get an act, you got a finish as well, but you don't get a performance of the night boys, you get another 16. You know what I mean? Yeah. Would, would yeah, that make any that. sense? It would. I'll just say this though, like it could be worse. I remember remember that card, 217. Ramos, Ricardo Ramos had that crazy spinning back elbow knockout on uh Eamon Zahabi. Yeah. And I think OSP knocked out Corey Anderson with a head kick, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And they split a bonus of 50,000, 25,000 each. And that was the Bisping GSP card that they made so much money on Marcel. Yeah. And they had to split a bonus. So that was five years ago. I think we've come a little bit farther out from that, which is good. So they got 10 finished car. The product would be amazing. I agree. I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. I, I think it, that's why I said it. You know, I'm just saying like going for 200,000 to 500,000 every card. That's, I don't know how their budget is. I mean, that's a big difference. And then there's 50 cards a year or whatever. Right. So it's a big difference in money. I think it's great. I think they can afford it. Like you guys said, someone said about Dana's blackjack. I mean, listen, he's known to spend like 10, 20 K a hand, if I'm not mistaken. So it's really not that much, but that's a, again, that's his personal money. He's got his own personal wealth, and the company's got their their money. So, mm-hmm. you know, Marcel, I, I but I, I just think we have to give him some credit here because we always shit on them for not giving enough bonuses, and the, the times where they put it in their pocket. Remember that one card, the Brooklyn card, Duran to me at home. It was a horrible card, and they gave uh, one fight of the night, and then they gave Jacare the only bonus, and they put the other fifty thousand in their pocket. That's wrong. You got to find someone to give it to you. You know, Marcel. So. It's lucky in Moises. I mean, I guess, but I feel like Moises is higher ranked than him. You know, mm-hmm. he's not top fifteen anymore, guys. But he's like in that fifteen twenty range. I'm pretty sure Moises, right, Marcel? Like he's just outside the top fifteen. So yeah, he's yeah, honestly, win over Bobby Green. Go ahead, go ahead. I would like to see it, but it's probably not a very handy fight for him. A fight against Kutate Latsu. You know, you want, you want to see that one? Yeah, I like that fight. You know, but for Moises, you know, that's that's a tough fight. You know what I mean? Well, but, Ismagulov, they could do that fight too. I mean, they could do either of them. Yeah, you know? I think Ismagulov the first deserves top fifteen guy, dude. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I I, agree. I do too. I do too. But again, you know, who's going to take the fight? Like Dan Hooker should be in the top. 15. They just have to get rid of these guys from the top fifteen. Then you'll have the actual guys fighting sliding in, like Moises, yeah. um, like Bobby Green, who honestly should be in there too. You know, Marcel, not guys like Dan Hooker who doesn't fight in the division anymore. Well, I guess his last fight, yeah, his last fight wasn't in the division. So why is he still in the rankings? I don't get that because other divisions they take them out. Yeah, very very weird. All right, uh, Uber under Magomedov defeats Nate Maness. Marcel complete blowout. Um, really, I mean, he, it was uh, 326, 325 by Chris Lee. 
but Nate Davis was tough enough to survive, you know. So if you picked him by decision, he made some good money because I think that was we talked about last week, Marshall. I said, how do, like it's tough to decide if it's a sub or a decision. He gets the decision. Uh, Umar's the real deal again, Marcel. He deserves a top fifteen opponent. I mean, really, Marcel, he should be in the top fifteen right now. Like he's destroying these guys. They're, these fights aren't close. Mm-hmm. Um, I know what you're saying, Glenn. It wasn't the most exciting fight. He really didn't attempt to finish the fight, which he should have because he had moments to. But you've got to give Nate Mays credit for his defense too, Marcel. I think you know it was very good. He's very uh, sound defensively. Any thoughts quickly? Yeah, man. I mean, he did what he had to do. You know, uh, he wasn't controlled the whole fight. I think even a stand-up wasn't worse than than Maynus. I think uh, also that 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 kick was amazing in the third round. But um, yeah, clear win for Nurmagomedov. You know, hope to see him against a ranked opponent next. Yeah, no, I agree completely. Um, Go to the next fight here. This is the one where Bisping uh, (laughs) called me out. No, I'm kidding. Um, Chris Curtis defeats Rodolfo Vieira by uh, decision here. Marcel twenty-nine twenty-eight. Obviously, the very easy fight to score. Honestly, Marcel, yeah. like first round for Veer, second round, and third round for Curtis. The fight going the distance was like plus five hundred. I didn't think that was going to happen, and also Curtis by decision was like plus eleven hundred. If you got those props, it was smart value betting, and I hope someone did hit those because I saw some people on Twitter do it, uh, do those props. Great props. Uh, I was wrong with this one, Marcel. I thought that Veer was going to be better with the grappling, Marcel. It was kind of a weird fight. It actually went the opposite because in the first round, Marcel, I thought Vieira was picking Curtis apart and striking, and he won the round. And then Curtis was the one kind of showing off the grappling chops, all the defense. Curtis stopped 20 takedowns in this fight, Marcel. I just checked the stats this morning. Chris Curtis is 26 for 26 in three fights now defending takedowns in the UFC. <laughs> His takedown defense is amazing, Marcel. It's like if you want to learn how to takedown defense, watch Chris Curtis fight. Unbelievable. Unfucking believable. Um, very, very impressive here, Marcel. Um, wow. So, I mean, at this point, he has to get a top 15. I mean, he should be ranked in the top 15, right? It was a good fight, man, from Chris Curtis. Definitely the second and third round. Uh, So much good. Listen, man, people were replying like, yeah, I could have stopped those takedowns as well, those sloppy takedowns in the third round. I was like, you got to go to the third round first with Vieira, you know? Uh, You probably got get tapped in the first round before you can stop any takedown so um it was a great performance i think by 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 chris curtis you know i mean if you can stop 20 takedowns by rodrigo Vieira and not get caught with one takedown it's amazing you know um and Vieira, he was gassing again like he always does when it goes to the later rounds not as much as we saw before but still and uh, Curtis was just picking him apart in the third, second and third round, in my opinion. Uh, stay out of the takedowns, defended those well. Good win, deserved win for Chris Curtis, 29-28. <laughs> Who's he going to fight next? The winner of Tavares Duplessis? Duplessis, is that the fight? Um, or someone even higher ranked? Yeah, but is, is Edmund still ranked? I mean, Edmund, like, listen, I know he got a new camp. I know he's, you know, he's on a street skating and he needs to win against someone, but, like, He's got to protect. He's got to defend his ranking. I mean, he's 15. The other fight would be maybe Gastelum. He's number 10. I think Curtis yeah. could actually win that fight. Um, Imavov. I don't think he has a fight booked. Maybe they yeah. could do that. Although he's a do that for the, actually that fight was booked for an for an Aris card like two years ago. Chris Curtis happened. and Imavov. Yeah, in Belgium. I mean, that I would good. I would watch that fight. That's a good Me fight. Too. But I think maybe Tavares and Duplessis. Maybe if you know, especially if Tavares wins. He's still in that gatekeeper spot. You know, if the Plessy win, then he's a new contender, so they wouldn't do it, I don't think. But Curtis is good, guys. He's really good. The guy who didn't know who Adam Martin is says that Nirvana fight was a new matchup. Yeah, the minus 1,000 favorite. No, I like this. He's a, he's a good commentator. I just I still think it's funny. Um, Jack Shores was scheduled to pull out both Nirvana meetups. He's pull out both their fights. Uh, Saeed and Neymar. Yeah. His take defense yeah. is very good. Check my DMs, sure. Yeah. His, his take down defense is very good. Tavares versus Duplessis winner. That, that's what I'm thinking because it takes place next week, right? They they, they like to keep these guys on uh, the same schedule. Oh, I see that Marcel just sent me the um, – it was like a poster from two years ago. They were supposed to fight. That's interesting. Okay. Next fight, Marcel. Uh, actually, there was a co- question I had I wanted to answer this. Uh, uh, Antoine asked us, do you have a favorite mainstream journalist, Marcel, outside of MMA? I honestly don't. I mean, I don't watch the news. So I don't. I just really watch MMA and I watch other sports. So – Maybe there's some other sports journalists that I like, like some hockey guys, I guess, or baseball guys. But I mean, not really. Like to be honest with you, like I try not to. To uh, I don't know. There's there's some, there's there's been some good guys over the years, but like right now, I mean, not, I, there's no one I can think of. You have one, Marcel? 
No, the thing is over here, man, in the Netherlands, I'm like a lot of journalists and I don't want to do talk shit, but I always had the feeling like they want to like uh, instigate stuff, you know, with athletes always and uh, to get uh, some headlines and that kind of stuff. I understand it's part of being a journalist, you know, but it doesn't have to be happening all the time, you know. So, uh, no, I, I actually, listen, if you if you ask me who I think are great journalists or are great media people for me, I love to to listen to to somebody like James Lynch. I think he's amazing, you know, in MMA. I know you you ask outside MMA, but I'm really into MMA, so MMA is my main thing I, I'm yeah. watching, you know. So James Lynch, Don Yonko, uh, these kind of guys, you know, uh, Cole Shelton, um, so many. Adam, for example, uh, Adam is great, you know. Who's that? Who's Adam Martin? Yeah, who's Adam Martin again? Um, ask Bisping. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, th those are the kind of guys I I, I like and I, I I watch. You know, the guys I I respect, I watch. That's that's pretty much it. You know, yeah, it's just funny. You know, it's still funny though because I actually met him really briefly, Marcel, when he fought Brian Stan in Toronto ten years ago, <laughs> and I met him one other time in Brazil when I went there a few years ago. But it's still funny. There's so many journalists. Though. <laughs> I don't take it personally. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. You guys think Usman uh, Usman? Oh, who's, yeah. uh, the other Nurmagomedov. Yeah, I maybe. Maybe they'll yeah, fight sure. each other for like a you know, Grand Prix. They could do that. By the way, he Marcel. Will. It's the plan, actually. So well, By the way, Marcel, why did they announce Khabib again? Because I, I completely forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then Marcel sends me a message saying, dude, they've already announced this like in March. And I'm like, why did they say it again then? Is it because no his idea. cousin was fighting? Is that why? Like, Yeah, maybe. I have no idea. It was weird. Also, the UFC... Uh, tweeted before uh, Umar got into the octagon, like uh, two normal Gomados walking through the octagon. I was like, "Are we not gonna act? Are we gonna act like Usman doesn't mm -hmm. exist or something?" You know, yeah. there was Usman, Umar, and Khabib in the same frame, and they just acknowledging Khabib and Umar. So stupid, you know. So yeah. I said like three under the. <laughs> Did you do like a tournament with like everyone's like Magomedov in the last name? You could throw in uh, yeah. Magomed Karimov, Magomed Magomedov. There's <laughs> all these guys. Fantastic journalist. You guys listed all amazing journalists. I appreciate that, man. That's nice of you to say that. All right, let's get to the prelims. We'll go through them kind of quick here. Callers Alberg defeats Stefan Chupi. Honestly, Marcel, I thought this fight was going to go longer. I really was. It, he just gets the job done. I, I think maybe Chupi's going to get cut, Marcel. He's only uh, two and three now in the UFC. I think Alberg probably, you know, was going to get another fight just because, again, the associated association with Izzy. He's two and one now in the UFC. But I think uh, Chupi might get cut, Marcel. Any thoughts? Yeah, I think to be really honest, I think in Chukwi, uh, I think both guys kind of overrated to be really honest, dude. You know, from the beginning, you know, and Chukwi, he probably gets cut. Yeah, it sucks for him that he lost the Murzakano fight. He was looking good in that fight last time out and then got caught. This fight, just not, you know. Alberg, also a lot of uh, hype behind him when he came in the UFC. Gas heavily in his first fight against Anzachuku, got knocked out. Yeah. Uh, second fight last time, an horrible fight against Fabio Sharan. And then now, now a great finish for him, you know. Uh, still kind of a weird finish in my opinion, but a great finish. He got the job done. Finally showed his potential, I think, that the UFC yeah. sees in him. Um, still not sold on him, dude, to be really honest, and what I saw from him in his other fights. But a good win nonetheless, and uh, we'll see what's next for him, you know. Agreed. Uh, Shailen, Nerd, and Becca defeats TJ Brown. This was a guy I was looking at Marshall like last week as a potential underdog just because he's such an unknown, and he had those 20 extra fights added. And I'm like, okay, this is kind of interesting. I couldn't get there, but kudos to anyone who took him because clearly the value was on him. He was like almost a plus 200 dog, and he won the fight pretty clearly in my opinion. And TJ Brown, you know, had some submission attempts, but nothing ever close. Um, Marcel, this guy's 2-1 now in the UFC, both wins by upsets. Uh, a little bit underrated, right? Good grappler, Marcel. Any thoughts on this guy? Yeah, man. I think uh, I, I said last week that I liked him in this fight. Um, he... he He's okay, you know. I wouldn't say he's amazing, you know, but uh, he he did very well. I think T.J. Brown probably got the second round, you know. But uh, Nordan Becker, he knocks him down. He knocked him down first round, I think. Yeah. Third round went also to Nordan Becker, in my opinion. Um, yeah, overall a good performance. Um, but do I see him like next level, whatever guy, uh, top top contender? No, I don't think he will be. Or he maybe he can, you know. You never know. But I don't see it like now. Um, but a good win nonetheless against TJ Brown, you know, and uh, yeah, we'll see what's next. I agree. Um, there's a, there's a couple of comments here, we'll get to really quick. 
who would you pick between Usman Ragger and the guy who beat Brad Purvis? Alexander uh, Shalisby, I believe his name is. Um, I don't know. That's a tough fight to call. I mean, are they in, are they in different weight classes? No, they're both a lightweight. Eh? Marcel with those guys, yeah. Uh, probably Usman. I mean, he's really good, but Alexander's good too. Any, any I, I, yeah, and I don't think uh, I think both guys are managed by Dominic. Someone said so. that. Yeah, this guy just uh, a loco said that. Yeah. Shaylin reminds me of Makum this train. Mm. Yeah, he's just kind of a blanket. He's not the most exciting guy, but uh, he gets the job done. Um, Antoine, excited for the pay breakdown. Yeah, we're going to start a new podcast in about 15 minutes. Uh, 20, well, we got 20 minutes. We'll try to get up there a few minutes earlier. But yeah, we'll start at 11 o'clock. We'll do the next podcast. I uh, just have to do them separately. I mean, it's, it, I know it's not easy jumping from the two podcasts, but it's only once a week anyways. Let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. Uh, this one sucks because honestly, Marcel, this fight was going exactly how I thought in the first round. Paiva looked great. He was fast. <laughs> he was out striking Morozov. He rocked him and just completely fell apart. And the grappling of Morozov was enough to get the win. It was a very close fight, very competitive. But he got the job done, Morozov, here. So I was wrong about this one. I said last week, I think I'm missing something. Well, I guess I was. I thought Paiva was going to win this fight, guys. So it is what it is. Um, don't really regret taking a shot on him as an underdog. That's for sure. But clearly Morozov won 2-1. to one, So... That, they got that one wrong. Uh, but I, I just, I'm surprised Paiva gassed out, Marcel. It looked like he got kind of gassed out a little bit. You know, at 135, I thought he would, you know, have better cardio because you'd have to cut on the weight. But because, again, the Kyler Phillips fight, Marcel, his, his cardio was insane in the third round, you know, when he only forced the, uh, the majority decision. Any thoughts on this fight, Marcel? Yeah, man. I mean, you saw the first round. Uh, like you said, Paiva did well. Um, Morozov had to defend, you know, Um yeah, Piper fell apart. Um, yeah. Didn't expect that at all, you know. Um, I thought Piper could win this fight. But the second and third round were clear round for Morozov, in my opinion. And I'm surprised that Uriah Faber acted like super surprised that Morozov got the finish. I like, dude, or got the win. I was like, dude, even people with two blind eyes could see that Morozov Where did he say that? Where did, he, where did Faber no, say No, no, you saw, you saw in the background. You saw him like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like, dude, come on. You know, uh, you, you're not going to win a fight with a takedown five minutes, five seconds uh, with five yeah. seconds to go where it's clear that the other guy was uh, was leading and scoring. So, yeah, good uh, decision. No doubt. I'm not, I'm not yeah. arguing this one. This was a good call by the judges. I mean, it was an easy fight to score, but yeah. Hmm. Um, Cody Durden, I, I did pick him, Marshall. That was an upset pick yeah. for me. I, I picked Alberg too, actually, so... It's funny though, like I wasn't confident enough to, to bet on these guys, right? But I picked them both, and the Lions were like pick them, so it's not like they were like huge underdog upsets. But they both got the job done by knockout, and Durden obviously gets the knockout. Marcel, I told you last week, I was really worried about the chain of JP Bays. He's been dropped, Marcel, eight times in three fights. That's that's a lot of knockdowns. Uh, Durden saved his job. Um, I think JP Bays is getting cut, Marcel. I hate to say it, he's a nice guy and everything, like he's had a tough run, a tough luck, obviously. But I think that's it for him, Marcel. Any thoughts? Yeah, I, I hate this fight uh, because I think, um, n not because Durden won, because I think he did an amazing job. And uh, I, listen, everybody hates Cody Durden for that uh, for that thing he said about uh, about who was it about Arochi Lang. I'm past that, dude. I don't I don't yeah. mind. You know, he, he's a good fighter. I like to watch him. And listen, man, I talk to Cody Durden sometimes. Always nice to me. Always very correct guy. So I have nothing against him. Yeah. I think it was an amazing win. What I hate is fight for JP Bias, man. I mean, dude uh, dude goes through so much in his personal life. He doesn't feel great about it. He tries to stay positive. Gets a full training camp. It's uh, very positive going leading up to this fight and he gets finished within one minute and 15 seconds. Uh, got uh, got into a takedown, uh, perfectly countered by Cody Durden, you know, and finished. I think the referee could have stopped that earlier, to be really honest, man, because yeah, uh, I think so too. Bias was done, you know, he gave him a lot of time to survive. Yeah. He did, he did, and um, yeah, a good win for Durden. I think Molina called him out after that fight. Uh, Durden was like, Yeah, we can do that, so good why fight. not? You know, I think it's a good fight, you know, <clears throat> and uh, I like to see it. Uh, for JP Bias. Listen, he's still 26, 25, 26. Should probably go go back to to the regionals, uh, get some more, a little bit, little bit more experience. I know he's a former UFC champion, but still, get some more experience, get some wins under your belt, and try to get back to the UFC. You he's know, just because taking so much damage, just concerning. Yeah, man. eight knockouts <clears throat> in three fights. Someone was saying like this might be the most knockout suffered by any fighter in three straight fights. It's possible. I don't know for sure, but it's it's got to be up there. I don't think he's Definitely. that good, Marcel. Honestly, like I think he'd go back to like LFA maybe or to yeah. uh, Fury Fury FC. Maybe he could go there, get some more experience, like you said. But 
I don't know Marcel because Marcel he's actually had two chances on contender series, mm-hmm. and now in the UFC I I just don't think he's that good of a fighter. You know, at the end of the day, um, I'm surprised Molina wants to fight a guy ranked lower than him. You know, because he's in the rankings now. But if they want to do that fight, it makes sense. Margaret Batista defeats Brian Keller by submission. I really like Batista in this fight, Marcel. Uh, you know, he's very good. Um, underrated guy in the division. Four and two now in the UFC. Um, underrated guy, Marcel. You know, gets the job done here. Gets Kelleher. Is that it for Kelleher in the UFC? I don't know, dude, to be really honest. You know, I, I did pick Batista in the second round. He got even in the first round. So uh, congratulations to him. Dude, Kelleher. Kelleher is a guy, kind of guy that if he is... If he's on his game, he can give a lot of guys a difficult difficult time, you know. But he got blasted against Umar, you know, and now yeah. again against Batista. So it doesn't look really good. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. You know what I would like? You got uh, Julio Arce as well. And uh, he's not at a bad – but Keller likes to fight a featherweight as well, right? So you yeah. can do that fight. You know, they fought two times before Julio lost yeah. twice in the ring of combat. Why not doing a third fight, you know? You could, but honestly, I'm looking at his record right now, guys. He might get cut because his only win against the UFC fighter right now is Ode Osborne, which is a good win, but that's it. Everywhere else he's beaten is not in the UFC anymore. So I don't know, man. It's not looking good. Uh, maybe he gets one more. Maybe. <laughs> I think that was the last fight in his deal. If I should give him one more, dude. I should give him one more. Yeah, yeah. Why is there no defense? Chin isn't great. His defense is bad. It is bad. It's just he doesn't even protect his chin at all. doesn't keep his hands up. Don't think you asked. Who your all-time favorite fighters? Not goes my favorite fighter. I mean – that's a good question too. I don't know. It's like I think if you asked me this a few years ago, I'd have more guys like on my list. But now it's like I guess the guys are the toys behind. Me. <laughs> all those guys are all the legends, right? Like all the legends behind me, Marcel. Like you know, uh, not the greatest guy, but like here I'm pointing up here, Anderson, or that's Vonderlay. Sorry, uh, GSP, Chuck, Jones, right there, and then Randy. Uh, it's there. Oh, Bisping's right behind me. I just realized Bisping's right there. The guy who doesn't know who I am, he's right behind me. Um, Dana's not a fighter, although he's in the game. I used to play, I used to beat him up in the video game. That was, yeah, <laughs> he looks so jacked too in the game. So, I don't know. Any, any, anyone Marcel comes to mind? My, my favorite fighter of all time, probably Fedor. Yeah, Fedor. Yeah. yeah, he was my favorite for sure. I mean, he's still he's got to be up there, but you know, uh, we'll see what happens. If he even fights again. Darius, last four wins Tony Ferreira, Holtzman, Dracar, Gamrot, Armin Ferreira, Stevens, Holtzman. Thoughts for schedule. I mean, it's pretty similar. Um, I understand that everyone's, you know, thinking now Armin's better than, than the better win than Tony. I think it is, but at the time, you got to look at it at the time, right? Like, it's not fair to compare something that happened a year or two ago. So they're both good, man. But yeah, I think Darius, honestly, I don't, I don't know if he's like a legit, you know, title contender. He's good, but I think he could, I think Garmer could beat him. And I know you mentioned that fight. That would be good. Batista and Morozov. I would like that fight. Umar Batista. All those fights are good. Batista Swing Keller inside one makes Umar win uh, over him less impressive. Um, no, I think they're both just good. I think Batista's really good, but Batista washed him. It was pretty impressive, actually. All right, let's get to the last fight here, Marcel. Vanessa Demopoulos went to close the split decision over Jin Yu Fry. It's Fry. I kept saying Frey. Apparently, it's Fry. So there you go. I'll try to correct that. Um, I, I it was a close fight. Honestly, it was it was close. I gave the first round to uh, Jin. Second round, I gave to Vanessa. In the third round. I guess I gave it to Vanessa, actually. So I guess I, I had her winning more. So I, although I think that 30-27 is just a bad scorecard because the first round for sure, Jamie Frey won. Um, I know a lot of people had for Frey. I think that's, Frey, uh, I think that's fine. I, I think the second round was the swing round because if you look at the judges' scorecards, that was the one they were split on. Um, except for the – and the first two because Jaron Vallejo is just a bad judge. Like, how do you give this 30-27? It's a horrible scorecard. 29-28 is acceptable either way because the second round was a swing round. So, I don't know, Marcel, how'd you have it? First round, Frey. Second round, Vanessa didn't do shit with her takedowns and with her control, still Frey. Third round, um, I have to give it to Vanessa because she was uh, she was pressuring the action. But at the last 10 seconds, Frey landed the best shots of the she round. She did. She did so, some good shots, yeah. Yeah, so even 30-27, Frey wasn't crazy. You know what I mean? But 29-28 for Frey, I think she definitely should have won the fight. Um, but, dude, when the scorecards got read, there was 29-28 Frey, 29-28 Demopoulos. And then he said, Jaron Falel scores a fight 30-27. I was like, okay, Frey won. And then I hear Vanessa Demopoulos. It's like, how? How she wins three fights? It's ridiculous. And Jaron Falel should get hit with a stick. You know, what an idiot. You know, how can you give three rounds to Vanessa Demopoulos? And listen, man, 
I have nothing against Vanessa Demopoulos, but I want the right person to win. You know, I know you have Vanessa winning, you know, but I, th- I no, think me, Frey I had, won. I had Fry. Or, or you're saying who I, who I scored it for? Yeah, you yeah, had yeah. Vanessa winning. Yeah, yeah, so, no, I thought you meant my pick because I didn't pick it right now. So, you know, the thing is, 29-28 isn't a bad scorecard for Vanessa, I think, but I still think Frey won the fight, you know? That's totally 30-27. This is horrible. You know, it's horrible. Uh, you, you you can't you can't give that 30-27 to Vanessa Demopoulos. You just can't, you know. So yeah. but you're, apparently Jaron Vallel can. No, can. He's not he's, <laughs> he's not only a bad referee, he's only a sucky judge. So yeah, whatever. I was looking at the stats right now. Okay, I know stats don't tell the whole story, but like yeah. there's not like there was any like knockdowns or anything that really oh, no. you know, there were some hard shots landed, both sides actually. First round 17 to 11 at significant strikes Marcel for Frey, so you could give her that round. Demopoulos had one takedown, but she didn't do much with it. So that's why I was looking. I was watching this and I'm like, oh, I don't. I, I I don't think she did anything with it. You can't give her the round. Second round, Marshall, 27 to 24 in strikes. So I mean, it was very close. Third round, 31 18 to Vanessa. So again, it was that second round that's the closest round. I I think either way, 29 28, but 30 27 is just a bad scorecard. I will say this too. If you're betting on these lower level women's fights right now, and you're taking the underdog, you're making good money more. So every week now, you're seeing these fights are just lined wrong. We had Natalia Silva, your girl, last week. Um, what was the other girl? Maria Oliveira, your other girl, Marcel. And then uh, Vanessa Demopoulos now. Um, by the way, Bisping with the one-arm catch there was pretty good, Marcel. That was pretty impressive when she jumped into his arms. I actually think it's better for the division because I think this girl's more marketable, honestly, Marcel. Like, I think it's not bad for the division because I think they can do more fun fights. And she's kind of like someone that I think talks a little bit of trash. But you want, you want to see the right person win. So... I know what you're saying. Again, I think it was a close fight. Could have gone either way, but I just don't like that scorecard. It's just not a good scorecard. Grateful dude, sketchy. Dude, there's I don't know what's going on here, but that's just a bad scorecard. What's up, Andrew? That's the bigger moments, round one, easily round one and two. Boy, I don't know about the first round, man. I got to be honest with you. I kind of disagree with you on that one. I mean, it was competitive, but I feel like that was that was the round that, you know, Fry won, third round, Vanessa won, the second round was the swing round, I think, anyways. You know, Marcel, we're spending too much on this stupid fight. Let's get Let's move on. Um, does anyone else have any questions about this card? Uh, otherwise, we'll just quickly go through Bellator and PFL. Uh, let, me, let me just get this comment quickly. Do you guys see Lawrence Cam- uh, yeah, Kakamon opening? Dude, that, that that fight is awesome. Is that uh, is that official? It's on the yeah, prelims? Yeah, that's opening the prelims. A fucking Chase Sherman, that, Jared Fender. That fight should saying. be – that's like one amazing fight, though, at 135. It doesn't make sense, dude. I, I saw the – Yeah, also – you have also like Jamie Pickett against Dan Stulululin is also the main. Yeah, I card. saw they added that one. Yeah, it's like what the hell? What man? happened I, to uh, what's his name? Uh, Abdul Razak uh, Alhassan. You know. I don't know. He's out. I don't know why he's out. It's weird no though because like the TV listings have it, but like the UFC stats website doesn't have that change yet. You know what I mean, Marcel? It's kind of weird how the TV listings get it first. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know these these huge favorites in the first fight are not really doing well lately either. That's another thing. Okay, I think that's enough for this. Let's quickly talk about. Uh, Bellator and uh, PFL Marcel, just for a couple of minutes here. All right. Well, I mean, listen, guys. You know, it, it's not been the easiest to bet on on Bellator lately. I know a lot of people that, that you know they parlay all the big favorites in Bellator, right? Um, it's not a strategy I like, anyways, because I've seen too much MMA to know that the, all the favorites don't ever win. But I mean, there was some surprises on this card. Just quickly, Marcel. Johnny Eblen, I mean, this fight wasn't close. He won 50-45, Marcel against Gabriel Musasi. Musasi looked terrible in this fight. He, it was the worst he's looked, Marcel, I think, since he fought King Mo maybe 10 years ago. Just was not competitive. Um, I know he's lost before, guys. Obviously, like, Hall knocked him out. Machida's beat him before. But and even, um, what's his name, Rafael Lovato Jr. beat him too. But that was a close fight. This fight wasn't competitive. It was a complete blowout. Um, and then Cody Law was another big fear of the loss in the prelims. And I was wrong about that one because I was talking about it last week. And I'm like, oh, another easy fight for Cody Law. <laughs> was not, and I don't think you picked James Gonzalez Marcel, but I know you and someone else in the chat were saying that this guy has a better chance than the odds indicate. So you, you were onto something there. Um, it was a. It, I, I didn't watch the whole card. I watched some of it though. My one guy though, Marcel Aaron Jeffrey, that was the guy that I really liked for a bet minus one sixty. He won easily. That's the knockout. Um, There's some other good fights. Achilles Motor Marcel, another guy I talked about. He he won his fight. And obviously he had Sabatello Magomedov. It was an impressive performance. <laughs> Really quick, Marcel, any, any thoughts on this? Any, anything you want to talk great, about? Great win for Shabli as well against Brent Primus, former champion. Um, I think Magomedov against Enrique Barcelona was an amazing fight to it watch. It was a great fight. Yeah, absolute crazy fight. Amazing one. Uh, Danny Sabatello, he's like, oh, man, 
uh, I got warned that I couldn't swear on on uh, my post fight interview. Good that I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I was laughing about that one. I think that was funny. Stutz came into the cage, which was makes it even. That will be a fun fight, I think, man. The lead up gonna be crazy. Um, I really like Stutz, by the way. I think he's an amazing fighter. Uh, about the main event, I said to you before, man. Gegard has one bad thing in his arsenal, and that's his takedown defense. His takedown defense isn't great from Gegard. If you want to win against Gegard, keep taking him down or try to control him on the ground. He has a good ground game, but his takedown defense isn't good. And you see that in every fight he has lost. He lost to not Johnny Ablin. He lost to uh, to Rafael Lovato Jr. like that. The first Machida fight, he lost like that. The second Jacare fight, the oh. King Mo fight in Strike Force, all the same. The, the only Uriah Hall knocked him out the first round, the first fight between them. You know, that was different. Yeah. And also against the first round against Chris Whiteman, he had the same problem, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's always the same, but with, with, with Gay God comes to that. The thing is, normally this fourth and fifth round are strong. You know, and his stand-up is better. But Johnny Ablin was better on the ground. He was equal and even better, maybe, in the stand-up than Gegard yep. was. So it was an amazing performance by Johnny Ablin, man. All respect to him. He, yep. he defeated the legend on, on Friday, and he did yes. it in, in, in perfect, complete fashion. Amazing yep. performance by him, and got to give him credit. There's some good finishes in this card. Brandon Ward had a good finish. Uh, Alexander Stabili, the guy I mentioned earlier, he had a good finish. Sabaho Masi had a good finish. Tokov. Mandel Nalo, uh, Tokov, he was another mismatch one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, Bellator cards be fine. Didn't check out all the prelims, but I, I, I watched the main card. So, all right, uh, quickly go to PFL Marcel here. Yeah, I mean, this card was fucked. Like, are you kidding me? Like, so much stuff happened on this card that who could have predicted this? So let's just go you through got, it. Got to talk about the fuckery with uh, we're going to the semifinals because I know you were. We're going to talk about all that stuff. Okay, so let's just start with the main event here, and we'll actually we'll just do both the heavy fights at once. Yeah. So, Matias Scheffel defeats Bruno Capaloza by decision. Good call by the judges. I mean, I'm shocked. I got to be honest. I'm shocked, Marcel, because we've seen this guy fight. He's not that good. He's really not that good. And Bruno got kind of exposed in this fight, Marcel. I don't know if he's fighting so often or something, but, like, he looked terrible. Yeah. He was minus, like, 1,100 or something, and Scheffel was a massive underdog. The other one was, obviously, um, uh, Clinton Abreu, Marcel, a guy I said maybe has a chance last week. Yeah, you said that. He was plus 800, I want to say, or plus 600 against Ferreira, who was minus 900. And he won every round, Marcel. wasn't close either. Everyone was parlaying these two. And then, you know, they lost their parlays because both these guys got really just out, outpointed by their opponents. Yeah. And the fucked up thing is, now we know that the playoffs, they have a really horrible rule where if there's three guys tied with six points or whatever, five points, whatever, it's in this case six, it, the first criteria is head-to-head wins, but you have to have beaten both the other guys, not just one. And then if you don't have wins over both, which is not going to happen because of the way they only do two fights, it would go to uh, the number of fights you had and then the number of finishes. I, I just think the tiebreaker system's shit. And I think it's a huge fuck-up when the guy, Clint Zabri, was out, but Ferrer is in. It looks really bad on PFL, Marcel. It really does. Just give me your quick thoughts on that. It doesn't make sense, man. It's pretty much like last year. Remember when uh, you had Emiliano Sordi and Corey Hendricks? You know, yes. Corey got one fight, and and or he got yeah one fight in the tournament, and he got six points, I think. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. And Sordi got two fights, and he also got six points. And they were like, yeah, but Sordi made weight twice, so he is to the next well, round. It's he like, had, and he had more fights too. He had two fights. Yeah. That's their that's their second time. That record. doesn't make sense. Stupid. It's stupid. You know, stupid. you get in two fights, you should be able to get more points than in one fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? And here Klitson actually won two fights. The other guys don't didn't win two fights, you know. So Klitson should be actually on top, in my opinion. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So it's just stupid that he's out of the tournament. Um yeah. They should solve that. You know, they should solve that. It's just stupid. Um, and it's annoying. It's it's bad. Um, I also got to be honest with you guys. The anti-Delia fight, he was minus 1,400. I thought Shelton Graves won the first two rounds of the fight. And this this referee is a fucking moron. I have never seen a point taken away for an accidental clash of heads. Ever. Yeah. And he takes a point and completely screwed the guy. Um, Shelton Graves probably should have at least got a draw out of that fight, Marcel. Um the, the, apparently this I didn't see the stats, but apparently they had him winning. I was watching the fight. The guy was countering. He he actually looked decent. It's a weird fight. And then the other big upset, Marcel. I don't know if it was a big upset, but decent size upset. Stevie Ray body triangle finish over Anthony Pez. If you didn't see this, go watch that finish. It was incredible. Um, two times now Pez gets submitted the body triangle, so he's out of the. Actually, no, sorry, he's in the tournament now. He's rematching Stevie Ray. So yeah. weird, Marcel. 
I want to like PFL, but a lot of this stuff just doesn't make sense to me. So I don't know, Marcel. Any any quick thoughts on the rest of the card? There was like some other good, good, good knockouts. Like Juan Adams had a good knockout, but again, he's out of the tournament. Rio Jakudo, he's in the tournament. He had a knockout. Any quick thoughts? Yeah, Lance Palmer finally won again, right? Against Shaman Morais. Um, yeah, I, I think we 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 got the most of the fights that were that were really interesting. I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just a weird thing that PFL does, man. And I, I, listen, man, I, I want, like you said, I want to like PFL, but the way this these kind of things happen make me uh, kind of question it sometimes, you know? No, I agree. All right, I think that's going to be it for this podcast. We just hit an hour, Marcel. That's perfect. Yeah. Just plug your stuff really quick, Marcel, and then we'll we'll get out of here. Yeah, it's still BigMarcel24 on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, for my uh, articles, you can go to Eurosport.nl and go to the Mixed Martial Arts section. All right, uh, Twitter at, at Matt and Martin Podcast. Obviously, MMAoddsMaker.com is here. Um, hope you guys enjoy the podcast. We're doing a Sunday morning. It's now 10 a.m. Back-to-back podcast. We're going to do the uh, UFC 276 preview. Can't wait to talk about this card with you, Marcel. Uh, in the meantime, follow my stuff at bookies.com, MMAoddsMaker.com, and MyMAnews.com. Uh, see you guys on the other side. We're going to start a new podcast up here, so just wait for the link. It should be up in just a couple minutes.